Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we talk about the latest and greatest, and that's not anything. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> You're doing a spiel from a different uh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, Besties. <laughs> I guess so, but I haven't even listened to the Besties in a long time. Okay. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we provide the internet with the life hacks that they demand. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff. I'm Louisa Heron. Okay, Jeff, we you're definitely there. leaving that, that rocky intro in, aren't you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Gonna fly now. Oh, man. <laughs> I love that we each of us, like, the only running gags we stick with on this show are the ones that we use to torment each other. <laughs> of, course, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> We've all got two guns pointed at the other two guns. Yes, that's true. Uh, that reminds me, I haven't asked you if you tried Skyrim yet in a long time. <laughs> the, the, every now? <laughs> have yeah. you tried Skyrim? No. Well, why not? It's pretty good. <laughs> it is good. I, all I hear from everybody, and then when I bring this up, they agree with me, is it's like Breath of the Wild, but kind of worse. So because I love Breath of the Wild so much, I would probably not like it. Hmm. There's things about it that are more complicated than Breath of the Wild in a pleasant way. but It's I can more see of a role-playing game than Breath of the Wild is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Which, the thing I like, you do like role-playing games. Yeah, that's true. I like role-playing games. Uh, yes. The thing that I like most about Breath of the Wild is the ability to explore and not really get into much combat if I don't want to. Yeah, you can definitely, definitely do that in Skyrim. Hmm, maybe I should actually try it. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. All you need to do is... What I like about all the Elder Scrolls games is that your, your abilities get better the more you use them. So as soon as you start the game, hit the button to crouch, and then just stay crouching for the first two hours of playing the game. Every time you meet a new character, you will attempt to hide from them, because crouching is also the hide mechanic, uh -huh. and then your skill at hiding will get better and better and better. Eventually you can put an ability in that makes it so that you, when you're crouched, you move at the same speed as when you're standing up, and then you just never have to stop crouching again, and you never get into another fight for the rest of the game. Yeah, I've been doing that in real life. <laughs> How's that working out? Do you have powerful thighs? Now? Yeah, my thighs are uh, wider than my torso. It's insane. <laughs> oh, somebody, boy. somebody should do a YouTube series of trying to do in real life the stuff in from video games. Hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, that would be saying. fun. I've, I, I've seen some parody videos that are just like thirty seconds of that. But yeah, yeah, it probably right. wouldn't be very good. What if you did it, Matt? <laughs> What if you were this person? Then it definitely wouldn't be very good. <laughs> mm, got him. Yeah. Take sure. that. <laughs> so anyway, Louisa, what did you do this week? Uh, this week I've been working on my craft projects again. I've been making more dioramas. But uh, the thing I want to talk about is the dollar <clears throat> store. Ooh. Man, do I love the dollar store? Yeah. Uh, so I buy most of my supplies there because you can get stuff for um, like a flower arranging so you can get, like, uh, floral wire and tape, but then also, like, reindeer moss and regular moss and, like, little bits of potpourri and things. So for mm -hmm. a dollar, I can have a whole bag of little bits of junk <laughs> that I can use to decorate <laughs> my tiny landscapes. Uh, what's your Halloween name for uh, reindeer moss? Paindeer moss? Randy moss. <laughs> <laughs> Both of these are bad. 
Um, witch's hair, something like that, maybe. It's oh, more creepy. Pretty, okay, I like that. Yeah, I'll <laughs> go oh, with should, witch's Should hair. we have introduced ourselves with our Halloween names? Um, not yet. Episode? Yeah, yeah it's not the Halloween. Yet. We're just, we're preparing. I we'll, we'll know, we'll feel it when it's time. The spirit okay. will move us. The, I feel, I feel worried, though, because I'm That's always right. the one that goes first. So the spirit really needs to move me, and I yeah. don't know that a spirit has ever moved me. <laughs> I've definitely faked it, where I'm like, "Yeah, I'm definitely feeling it," but no. Yeah, I just always to make seem cooler at Ouija yeah, board meetings. I always have to make the intellectual decision. I'm going to take control of this Ouija board because no one else is doing it. <laughs> yeah. And then in the commercial, the kids are all like, are you moving it? I'm not moving it. And you're like, uh, yeah, me neither. Yeah, no, no one asked me, so I don't have to say anything. <laughs> the board just wants us to go and get snacks now instead of playing Ouija board anymore. Yeah, yeah. true. Hey, did leave you guys me ever alone, do that when... it spells out. <laughs> did you ever do that when you were kids? Like, did you play Ouija board with your friends when you were kids? No. Yes. I also did, and I definitely remember not intention not consciously moving it but definitely like thinking this is what it's going to answer and then it did after that yes in a way where i'm like i did this somehow i'm certain <laughs> i think kids don't have a good separation between what they want in their minds and what their bodies are doing like i think about yeah. sometimes kids like being super intense about something and starting to say things out loud and yeah. they yeah. don't realize they're doing it so yeah, I think you, you get so excited about Ouija board, you're, you start moving it yourself. When, you, yeah. when you're young, your mind is telling you no, but your body's telling you yes. Exactly. Yeah, it's and it's like Christina Aguilera said. Uh, oh god, no, worse. <laughs> I hoped we wouldn't m- try to remember the artist. Mm, Jeff, can you put that song at the end of the episode? I, I won't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, Which is probably uh, for the Jeannie best. in the bottle. Nope. She has the thing about. Oh, maybe. Doesn't... She's like, it's one of those weird chastity songs that they made all the young starlets sing at the time. She's weird. talking about chastity I don't think it's a, songs. It's not about yeah. chastity at all. It's about, like, it's about oh, I know. manual Rubbing. stimulation of your genitals. I know, but in it, she <clears throat> sings about how she doesn't want to have sex yet. Ah, that seems untrue about her. The yeah. line, I'm trying to remember the line, my body's saying let's go, my heart is saying no. See? Oh, okay, That's there we go. so far away from what <laughs> Jeff said, though. It's not! <laughs> it's the it same is. thing! It's, it's the not. same sentiment. <laughs> it's a, it's similar, I the see, thing, it's a similar sentiment. The thing that made what Jeff said monstrous was he said, when you're a kid, your mind says no, but your body says yes, <laughs> and that's so bad. Yeah, that is so bad. <laughs> Here's You're the- right. Let's gang up on Jeff some Yeah. No, here's the thing. You took it sexually because you're a pervert. <laughs> here's uh, the other is, thing. I'm turning this, this the, back around. This is Jeff's constant defense uh-huh. about everything. Yeah, no, I, uh, uh, <clears throat> genuinely, I was, uh, trying to say, like, yeah, kids have absolutely no control over their impulses or emotions. <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, I agree. Also, I think it's a shame that we've ruined the word sensual, because there's no way to talk about experiencing being things horny? in your senses oh. without talking about <laughs> being horny. <laughs> this, now, is the, this is the real problem, is that horny is such a terrible word. We all agree so, about did this, we right? all Did yeah. we start saying it because of Austin Powers? Is that why millennials started saying horny again? Oh, maybe. It's gotta but, like, be, right? There's not a good way of saying that. Like, yeah. there's not a demure way to say horny. 
You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you were like, oh, that person just wants to go out with a hot dude because she's, like, excited to, for, sexually excited, but not, that's Ugh. not really it. Like what are you, a doctor? Psychology pervert. Ew. <laughs> yeah, like, listen, yeah. if you're horny and you want to, if you're horny. And you know it. Clap and you know your it, hands. Let's do this. If you're horny and you know it, clap these cheeks. <laughs> Uh, I think that's a real song. <laughs> I'm oh, not even God. joking. Uh, that's a if, if not, it's the best joke I've ever made on this show. <laughs> uh, anyway, the Bruce Springsteen's advice to say that you're on fire. How about that? Oh yeah, no. yeah. Mm. I, you can't again, only work to a song. If I said to someone, "Hey, listen." I think that you're only really interested in this guy because you're on fire. They would be like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we're talking about the dollar store, which I love. Everyone. Uh, yeah, tell me more about dollar this store. dollar store so we can stop talking about being horny. <laughs> I wanted us to come up with a solution, goddammit. For I being horny? We have no, to I need a it. word for horny that's not gross. We already have a solution that is eating cornflakes. <laughs> but we'll figure out a solution for the word. What about grab crackers? <laughs> See the problem with graham crackers is you can make them into s'mores, and those are quite sensual, aren't they? Ooh, it's mm. it's it's like uh, like dressing up as a nun for sexual roleplay. It's so forbidden. <laughs> yeah, I was I was about to say on the Kellogg's kick. Uh, you know, what about waking up in the morning and being whipped with birch sticks? But like somebody likes that for sure. <laughs> Yeah, frosted <laughs> frosted flakes is the sexy non-costume oh. version of fr- of uh, cornflakes. <laughs> we were talking. Uh, sorry to bring this up, but it's my it's thing. A that horny I did. episode. We were I'm sorry. Before the episode started about the Pokemon card game and how yes. the Corviknight card is overpowered, that's what horny is in uh, emotional terms. Because overpowered? No, what? no. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It is because things that. <laughs> are specifically designed to not be horny, the fact that they're not horny can make them hornier for people. Yes, mm, that's true. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure how that Yeah, that doesn't tie into the Pokemon card, but... <laughs> the idea is that you can't fight it by fighting it, because that just makes it stronger. Yeah, you can't fight City Hall. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um... Dollar store. So. <laughs> You're really close to writing an R&B song. You can't fight your horniness. It's like so close to a boys to men song. Uh, I was at the, the uh, we did a book fair in um, in Manhattan yesterday and I, I helped out. And right. uh, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm a great hero of the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the playlist that was on from whoever was like, running the open streets space where we were was just very obviously like a 90s bone sesh playlist (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was like instrumentally it was like kenny g featuring featuring uh a shanti or something it wasn't a shanti but you know jeff all Gen Z hipsters associate books with like their only way of feeling horny is for books it was just, you know this, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, it was it was very it was very funny because they had to skip because you know there were children at the event uh, on the playlist came up. Let's talk about sex and uh, God, uh, I'm gonna sex you up. And they had to skip <laughs> both of those, the horniest possible songs. Yeah, why? 
why on earth? <laughs> yeah. You're probably right. That probably is someone's, like, it's sexy time. So it was just like, this would be fun. Oh, yeah, we'd love to hear the uh, lurid end credits version of Can You Feel the Love Tonight? <laughs> is it lurid? <laughs> it's definitely a lot more sexual than the one that's, that's in the movie. That's just because Elton John is singing it. <laughs> Yeah, I guess making it a duet by making it a duet and adding that like snappy R and B snare drum is gonna make it horny. Yeah, Yeah. there was a time, huh, when all Disney movie breakout hit songs were horny. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are they still? I don't think they make movies anymore. (laughs) They just buy other people's movies. Mm. Ooh, do you think they would buy my movie? Oh, yeah, wait, which What's one? It about? Uh, it's about this guy who... Okay, so he's a rich douchebag, but uh-huh. uh, he gets kidnapped by terrorists and put in a cave. Mm. Uh, oh, and he learns that he'd ever spent enough time with his family? Yeah, they give him a box okay. of scraps, and he <clears throat> makes a friend out of it. Uh, he okay. hires that friend to be his bodyguard. Yep. And I'm done doing this joke. Did you guys watch Marvel's What If? <laughs> yes. Good ending on that movie. Can we talk real quick about how, like, incredibly weird and fucked up the end of What If was? I didn't see it. D- tell me more about <laughs> it in general. So, for anyone who doesn't know, it was a Marvel animated series where they showed, like, alternate plots for all of the different Marvel movies. What could have happened mm. if, for instance... Um, Agent Carter had gotten the Super Soldier Serum instead of uh, Captain Steve Rogers. So, is it an anthology where every episode is different? Yes. yes. Okay. Well, sort of. Okay. No, because of the very <laughs> fucked up ending where uh, they did one of what would have happened if Ultron had won in the Avengers Age of Ultron movie. Oh man, that's so long ago. I don't remember what he wanted to do. Thanos was getting rid of half the people. Oh, uh, he was the one who was a robot man who was like, the reason that there's so much war on Earth is because of people like the Avengers who keep on starting fights. So right. I should kill the Avengers and anyone who wants to do any kind of violence and then there will be uh, okay. peace on Earth. Yeah, okay. he wanted to end all uh, organic life, I think, eventually. Yes. Uh, this well, th- I don't know if that was his motivation in the movie, but that ends up being his motivation in this version of him. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where he was headed in the movie. If he never got there, it was only because he got his head crushed by Thor's hammer or whatever. Anyway, um, but in that episode, the the uh, version of Ultron that wins becomes aware of the narrator of the story. <laughs> And so comes to kill the narrator of all of the what if stories. And so then that narrator has to get the heroes from all the other stories he told to come and help him fight. Oh man, I don't like that. What the fuck, man? And it's Jeffrey Wright. He's great. Is he going to be somebody in Marvel? I thought he was. He's the Watcher now. He's Uatu the Watcher. Okay, yes. Okay, that's right. But I don't know if he'll ever be in the live-action movies. Although that could be cool, especially with all this, like, multiverse shit going on. I feel like they are, like, doing a just-in-case with that, because they did change the uh, physical appearance of the Watcher uh, Mm. to give him a a black person's complexion. I don't want to say that he's a black person because he's a space alien, so, like, he's not a human. He's not even a space alien, he's like a outside of the universe alien yeah it's it's great mm. ra- race is complicated when you get into space monsters and stuff like um 
spoilers for the end of the TV show Loki, if you are intending to watch it and you haven't yet, hop forward like 30 seconds. But uh, the guy at the end of that, is he supposed to be the Watcher? I don't remember anymore. No, he's Kang the Conqueror. Okay. Alright, yeah. that's right. But this show spins out of that in that it shows a bunch of the, like, variants. Yeah, it's, the, the show... The reason the show aired when it did is because it's like, now that there are all these alternate timelines, here's what happened in some of them. Yeah, okay. what, what if there was zombies? <laughs> That's one way this mystery could have ended, but what about this? Right? Yeah, New exactly. Card. Yes. Oh, <laughs> what my, doorbell, the hell? my doorbell is ringing. Ooh, I'm gonna go see what this Christmas. is about. It's like Christmas time. Okay. Oh, boy. Hello, so I'm gonna talk about is, the dollar store, because it's hello, not important. Oh, this is Jeff. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, I did order my butt cream. Thank you for bringing it to me. Get him. Get his ass. Oh, oh thank you. My butt is so itchy. <laughs> this is going to make my itchy butt feel so much better. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I know that it was late, but luckily I've just been uh, putting my butt in the freezer until the cream arrived. <laughs> I've been rubbing oh, ice cream on my butt for days, but this special butt cream will make my butt feel so much better. Classic pranks. Sorry Jeff's about never that. Gonna know. Oh, never gonna he'll know never know. <laughs> what am I never gonna know? Nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> How dare you? I'm gonna listen to this later. You know that, right? <laughs> it's true. Oh, it's gonna be so funny. Hmm. Uh, so the dollar store. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk uh, more about this dollar store. All I'm going to say, because this was uh, very good for my brain, and I want to let other people know that they should try this. Sometimes you get the feeling, like you see something at, I don't know, Target, whatever, and you're like, I don't know if I want to modify this. I don't know if I want to get this and modify this. Because <clears throat> that seems like work, and then if I screw up, like that would be bad. I would feel bad about wasting money. If you get stuff at the dollar store, who cares? You might accidentally lose a dollar just on the street. So the fact that you're like, do I want to buy this string of skeleton lights and modify it in some weird way? Yeah, fucking go ahead. It's only a dollar. So do I love not, the dollar store. Do you not reason. feel guilty about buying garbage that you're going to then clutter your house with, though? That's my problem always. I do. That's why when I get something, I ha- I think about it, which is why I like to go to the dollar store and just like look around for a while. Mm. So I take mm-hmm. some time to think. Window only- shopping at the dollar store. <laughs> I only buy things if I uh, already have a plan, so. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, which helps a lot, but, oh boy, they started putting out Halloween stuff in August, and I did buy some then. I got a uh, Infinity Scarf that's purple with skulls and crossbones on it. I oh like no, Thanos is going to come for that <laughs> Infinity Scarf. Yeah, he's going to use that to wipe out half of the chilliness in the universe. <laughs> he does love purple, doesn't he? Um, <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That was a pretty good series of bits. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I got um, tiny little strings of uh, LED lights, and I got one in orange and one in purple, and I was like, these seem pretty good. I like them a lot. I want to buy them, but I don't know what I'm going to do with them yet. And now I've used the purple one, and I want more purple ones so bad, but I got this in August by mid-September. They were sold out of all of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, it makes me very sad, although I'm stocking up on Christmas ones now. Mm. Yeah, I'm... I'm so annoyed and baffled by the fact that, like, I guess we all knew that the fact that Halloween decorations are getting put on store shelves earlier and earlier would have some kind of negative consequences, although Mm -hmm. I couldn't see it at the time. But now I'm seeing it in that, like, 
My grocery store is sold out of Count Chocula. It's not even fucking mid-October yet. Yeah. You don't have any more? And that's a year-round cereal, too. Like, it's, it's not, not... It's not around here. You can no? only get it at Halloween. Huh. I know, uh, hmm. Booberry and sometimes Frankenberry disappear outside of the Halloween season for me, but I, I'm used to seeing Count Chocula on shelves. No, you can't find it anywhere around here unless oh. it's Halloween time. Huh. But, like... I wanted yeah. to get some, um, uh, you know, those, um, uh, well, I was going to get some Halloween Oreos and they were sold out of those. Like all the Halloween stuff, if you don't buy it before October even begins, it may just be gone. Yeah. What That's the fuck, man? Because now I'm starting to think like, oh, maybe I would like to decorate a little bit for Halloween. But I also know everything's gone everywhere. All the cool mm-hmm. stuff is gone. It's all like styrofoam uh, tombstones now. I don't care about that. Yeah. Ugh. I'm working on putting together a costume for the end of this week as I'm going to a party. And like, I have to order everything online because all of the costume stuff is sold out at Target already. Mm-hmm. It's October yeah. 10th. Yeah. What's happening? <clears throat> Although um, I do think people are going extra hard on Halloween this year because of the we didn't have it last year. Maybe. Yeah, What's you're... your costume going to be, Matt? Uh, my wife and I are going as Matt. Medu... Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> We're going as Borat and also... <laughs> oh my god, I love that! Borat in his bathing suit and yeah. some other type of iconic costume that he probably yeah. has. <laughs> his, his, his beige suit that he wears. Oh, okay. Yep. No, um, we're going as, uh, we're going to a party that is being held at a, like, a Greek art and history museum in -hmm. Philadelphia, Greek, Roman, and Etruscan art, um, and so we are going as Medusa and King Midas. Nice. Pretty good. Aren't you going to die a la Goldfinger murder? (laughs) I'm not going to cover, I'm not going to cover every pore in my body with gold, which also I think wouldn't work. Mm. Yeah, I don't think that would work either. Uh, I, my plan last time there was going to be a Halloween, so I guess like when I was thinking about it in the beginning of 2020 before we had to cancel the year, uh, mm. I was like, what if I'm an old-timey political cartoon? Like, yes. I just wear a suit and I write on the sleeve, like, big oil, and I have a hat that says, like, President McKinley, and, like, a little flag that says tariffs. Um, do you know that cartoon, that political cartoon that has resurfaced with the anti-vaxxer leading a bunch of people into the ocean of smallpox? You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) No! You don't? Louisa, do you know this? Yes. Okay. Uh, I may need to post it in the chat, because I don't know if you'll get the joke if I don't. I love when skeletons and angels of death do things in political cartoons. That's my favorite. Uh, yeah, the one is... I was considering being the communism skeleton as well. That's oh, very good. Uh, here we go. I'm posting. I don't know what this article is at all. I'm just posting it because it has a picture. Uh, anyway, um, what is this stormfront.com, Matt? <clears throat> um, so this is like a. I don't know, Depression-era cartoon? I don't know when it's from. But anyway, it has anti-vaccinationist with a blindfold on that says prejudice, and he's leading a bunch of people uh, to walk into the ocean called smallpox. 
Uh, and the different people he's leading are Faddest, Mr. Careless, and Anti-Everything. <laughs> Pretty and good. this would be the greatest group costume in history. Yeah. yeah. Except Although, all of your friends would fight be... over being yeah. Anti-Everything because yes! he's the best one. <laughs> yeah, he's got a little top hat. He looks like friggin' Willy Wonka. He's great. <laughs> yes. Like, if you oh, told boy. me this was um, the main character of a Roald Dahl story, I would absolutely believe you. Such as Willy Wonka? <laughs> yeah. Very good. Uh, yeah, I, I like this. No, I, I, if I was going to be a specific one, I think I would be the communism skeleton. Mm. Uh, are you aware of this one? I am, yes. Okay. Yes, this is uh, a, uh, oh, what's his name? I forget now. We talked about him not that long ago. It's some kind of friggin'... <sighs> anti-communist anyway, Jacob Reese like, no. no Thomas Nast Nast yes real nasty I love his, man um, uh, also another good one is that fat skeleton with the bat wings that's mm. flying over the town that's like uh, extra tariffs on shipping or something like that <laughs> something <laughs> that's extremely specific to the time and place that he published it I liked when Russell Crowe pra- played him in Beautiful Mind yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyway, Jeff, what did you do this week? Uh, I went to the Motion Picture Cinema Theater, and I saw the latest film in the long-running franchise, James Bond 007, Ian Fleming's James Bond 007 from Robert uh, Broccoli Productions. Now, this is very interesting to me in a couple of ways, because A, I don't know anything about this new James Bond movie, and B, you and I agreed before we started recording that you weren't going to talk about this thing, so I'm a little surprised, but that's fine. (laughs) I forgot that I wasn't going to talk about it. I think next week I can talk about the other thing because I'll have done more of it. (laughs) Okay, fair. Uh, I I will have. The audience is probably going insane right now. Uh, Metroid 5 came out on Friday, and I was going to talk about that. Jeff and I were talking about it before the show, and then Jeff said, should I talk about it or will you? And I said, you talk about it, I'll talk about this other thing, movie-related. And now Jeff is doing a movie-related one, and it's (laughs) kind of leaving me out on the ice flow a little bit. No, you can also... You you can talk about movies. Uh, I don't love movies, because I didn't even know until, let's say, Wednesday of this week that there, A, was a new Bond out, and B, what it was called. You probably did know because the trailers started showing up two nope. years ago when it was first supposed to come out. <laughs> yeah, I'm this is sure the one I... that has a black woman as 007. Yes. I've seen that clip, but I don't think I've seen the trailer for any uh, Daniel Craig James Bonds. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. the, They're all the same. The interesting thing about this one is Phoebe Waller-Bridge was uh, brought in at Daniel Craig's request to... Uh, punch up the script because uh, Daniel Craig didn't like how like grim and sexist it was. Hmm. Isn't she like a Gilmore Girls writer or something? Uh, she she does flea bag. Yeah. Okay. You're thinking of Amy Sherman Palladino. There's too many people with too many names in the world. Am I right? I'm taking a weird turn against people. (laughs) Ah, People (laughs) in movies. Against middle names, I guess? I think so. (laughs) No, never mind. I don't want to do this. People are in (laughs) movies like this, and then I do a weird gesture, but other people are in movies like this, and I do a normal gesture. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nobody knows what I'm saying, but Everyone knows I should be cancelled. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> Everyone disagrees with it in different yeah. ways. Yep. Uh, well, it's just, we agree with it, but you shouldn't have said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying what everyone's thinking. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, so this movie was directed by Kari Joji Fukunaga, the director of Beasts of No Nation, 
some kind of Jane Eyre movie that came out in 2011 with hmm. Michael Fassbender that uh, Louisa probably knows about. Nope. Huh. <laughs> Which one? Uh, Jane Eyre. Directed well, obviously, It's yes. co- starring Mia Wasikowska and Michael Fassbender. Oh, I know of it, but I haven't seen that one. Michael Fassbender? I assume he's playing Mr. What's his name? Rochester? Yes. Uh, that's not good casting, I don't think. Because mm-hmm. he's too handsome? Yeah, he's yeah. supposed to be, like, weird and dark and emo. Yeah. I cannot imagine Michael Fassbender that way. All I can imagine Michael Fassbender is is a killer robot. Oh, th- <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> this guy's this guy's actual claim to fame is he directed the entire first season of True Detective. Oh. Which I never is... watched that. Maybe I should. Yeah, the... watch that first season mm-hmm. only. The first season is a, like, fantastic seven-hour-long movie. I loved it. Yeah, uh, very good. And you know Jeff and I don't ever agree on any kind of media, but yeah, we both yeah. loved it. Uh, I watched it mostly in one sitting, and if you know my TV habits, the thing I usually do is I watch two episodes of a TV show, forget it exists until the fourth season comes out, and then catch up uh, over the course of several months. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, is it appropriate watching for this the spooky season? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. More than anything that's not explicitly... Halloween related, probably. Okay. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely. I think has a Halloween vibe and is explicitly uh, in the horror genre. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, the uh, anyway, this uh, this friggin' James Bond movie, I was really excited for because it, it was supposed <laughs> to originally come out. Um, it was filmed and it started filming in December 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, and it was supposed to come out. I think like. February or March of 2020, um, and they, uh, they, you know, they got rid of, they, you know, the thing happened. The they thing. decided, they decided to do extensive reshoots and make a Snyder cut. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, it was an April 2020 release date, they just pushed it back a year and a half because of pandemic. Um, and- what? You know that movie <laughs> Pandemic favorite, that came my out? My favorite thing is people, especially on podcasts, <laughs> pretending that they don't know about the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. That's what I thought you were scoffing at my um at my just calling it pandemic with no article or uh what, article is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The style guide prefers that you just say pandemic now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I oh sorry to everyone at home. Louisa started referring to herself as the style guide. <laughs> nice, that's your super villain. <laughs> Actually, that name. would be a really rad to have embroidered on the back of a silk jacket. <laughs> All I can imagine is the political cartoon that uh, anti everything guy, but now yeah. he's the style guide. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. <laughs> uh, so this is. Absolutely insane, but Leia Seydoux, uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name because she's now French. that's a Star Wars name. Uh, and, uh, she is the first female lead to appear in successive Bond films. Like, she's the first oh, she woman to be the lead character two in a row. Hmm, interesting. Uh, and, uh, this one is a direct sequel to Spectre, which I... Ooh, Halloween got everything about, <laughs> yeah. Except that Christoph Waltz is in it, and they did that weird thing that we were doing at the time, where someone is cast as a character, and they're like, "He's playing James Smith," and everyone's like, "No, but he's playing that recurring character from this franchise, obviously, right?" And they're like, "No, no, 
He's James Smith. <laughs> yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch is a different con. This yeah, is not related. Yeah. To he's he's Doctor Strange, con. but not the one that becomes a wizard. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. It, it was Spectre came out exactly around the time of Star Trek Into Darkness, and like, <laughs> guys, yeah, we just say. I know you want to avoid getting people getting mad at you before the movie comes out that you cast a white person as Khan, but like we all know, we all yeah. know. We, we're going to get mad at you once the movie comes out. Um, the thing that I think is absolutely wild about all of this is that I can't believe movie companies haven't figured out yet that people are going to get mad at you no matter what you do. Yeah. And you need to stop worrying so much about it. Mm. And they need to stop thinking that they can have cool uh, dramatic twists. Like, you don't know who this person's going to be in this movie. And then people are familiar with any of the source work are like, well, yeah, it's going to be this person. They're like, mm, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> and then you have a big twist where it's like, aha, they are yeah. that person. <laughs> Just admit it right off the bat. I wonder. Take that power away. I wonder if people took, like, the wrong lesson away from the Chris Nolan Batmans. Because I don't think they present it as a. Like, you're supposed to be surprised when Harvey Dent becomes Two-Face. But yeah. I feel like maybe movie producers were like, that was a mind-blowing twist and we need to recreate <laughs> it in our films. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, I just think when, whenever movies are like, oh, well, we can't, you know, we, we chose to make a woman the main character of these Star Wars movies and we know there'll be a backlash, but we promise there's plenty in there for shitheads too. Like... Just don't. Yeah. Just just put a woman in as the main character, and then when there's a backlash, be like, fine. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what you shitheads want. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there was all this talk for the longest time. Companies that made... <laughs> put that song in the Thank what, you. What song? <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah. We sang that in the barbershop quartet in high school. <laughs> pretty, that's the good place to that. sing it. Yeah, it was pretty okay. <laughs> talking about <laughs> god we're really know. off the rails in this episode. uh anyway i really liked these daniel craig james fonds i enjoyed uh casino royale i super enjoyed skyfall i think those two movies are some of the best like 21st century action movies uh okay. i skipped quantum of solace because everyone said it kind of sucked and specter i feel like i need to watch again because like I shouldn't have been bored by a movie in which James Bond drives a plane down a ski slope as its wings get uh, beaten off by the... Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> as the wings get destroyed by the forest. Yeah, don't tell us what you were doing in the theater while this happened. Uh, this one had a lot of stuff going for it. There was a friggin' uh, Anna de Armas is in it, and she doesn't kiss or have sex with James Bond. She just does some kicks and shooting. Like, she comes in for a scene, and she's like, hello, James Bond, I'm your colleague, Anna de Armas. And then they do a bunch of kicking and shooting, and then she's like, goodbye, James Bond, I'll see you again. It's me, your platonic colleague. Yeah, wink. Remember when we were in other movies mm -hmm. together? They say that on screen. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I, boy. <laughs> and they're also like, so now fun. we're definitely not setting up us fucking in the next movie. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is gonna be, this is Daniel Craig's last one. As uh, James Bond. Ooh. 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 He's gonna be Alec Trevelyan in the he's next gonna one. Be the, he's gonna be the titular Spectre. <laughs> he comes back as a ghost. <laughs> Oh, it's man. very good. You have to spend a night in James Bond's castle if you want to inherit it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think that they need to fully reinvent it. They either need to do it as a 60s period piece uh, or yeah. make it explicitly supernatural. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I think I've been spoiled by all of the superhero movies where I now don't have any desire to watch an action movie that doesn't have magic or something cool and, un- like, impossible in the real world happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I could maybe get on board with watching a Fast and the Furious because they play fast and loose with how physics works in those. Yeah. But James Bond is just like... What if a white man could do as much killing of minorities as he wishes he could do? <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, the punches and kicks and shootings are cool, like they are in a John Wick. I didn't like that I said shootings to describe the multiple times he shoots people. <laughs> yes. I also well, didn't I like mean... that you said it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it wouldn't be cool, well, I should say, it's not cool when the real-life equivalents of James Bond do that in real life. Yes. In a movie, it is cool, and it's, it's also a- it's also not cool that people watch movies like this and they're like, yes, this is like real life, so we have to let people do that in real life. Yeah, yeah like, it's good that the government has agents that are able to do killings without getting caught yeah. every- anywhere on the planet. Um. Anyway, I uh, I enjoyed the movie. It was not as good as I wanted it to be, and I think that's partly because it was not the uh, Danny Boyle directed movie that it was initially going to be when they were first planning it. And I think Danny Boyle would have done a hell of a James Bond. There would have been a lot yeah. of like '80s British rock hits that we've never heard of. Perfect. Oh my <laughs> god! Now I want Danny Boyle to do the reboot, and he casts you and McGregor as James Bond. And it's set and, in like the and, and he casts and he casts uh no he casts you and McGregor as Bob and he's fighting against Megavirus no and... <laughs> god damn it the reboot reboot <laughs> yes. we're doing another reboot of reboot oh fuck I would watch a live action reboot movie are you fucking kidding me that uh, movie would kick ass I would only do it if everyone had on like shiny plastic costumes yes. mm, they had to, they, it has yes. to look like, as bad as the original. You remember those, what was it, Energizer commercials of the family that yes. were, like, weird robot uh, people? Yes! That, that exact look for uh-huh. every person. But they'd still need to be recognizable as the celebrities they are. Oh, Perfect. God, so That's good. basically what video games have been doing for a while now. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, a reboot video game made now would be really good. That's just Mega Man Battle Network. No. <laughs> Sort of. Rejected. I reject the premise of your joke. Um, So, yeah, James Bond, pretty good. Um, Did we get to... No, we didn't. Matt, what did you do? Uh, So, in another movie thing... Yay, uh, we love it! We love movies. um, I have been... Because it is the beginning of October, and I've been trying to get into the Halloween season, because God knows we all need a -hmm. good old Halloween right now... Mm -hmm. Um, I've been watching all of the horror movies from the past ten years or so that I didn't watch when they came out. Uh, so I've watched, in the past five days, I've watched Midsummer, Heredity, uh, Us, uh, It Follows, The Muppet uh, Haunted Mansion. No, I watched which that. just came out. Boy, I heard it wasn't good. I've been it was pretty good! Okay, I need to watch it, it. It has some very good jokes in it. It's got some good Muppet stuff. It is very obviously cheaply shot during a global pandemic because there is never a shot where two humans are visibly in the same space. I heard there's yeah, a lot that's of green fine. screen, obvious. Yeah, so? Okay. The special effects I mean, are crummy, but, you know, it's fun to watch. It's still worth it. And, like, um, for me, I, watching it, I was like, this is just the equivalent of the terrible 
like production quality they the Muppets always had. <laughs> mm. Like it's a different kind of production quality because it's all green screen instead of like very badly made sets, but it's the same basic thing. Like this this movie is the equivalent of them clearly shooting a third of the first Muppet movie on just a used car lot that they found. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Fair enough. Yeah, the Muppets have always been this, and if you don't like that, then you don't yeah. like the Muppets, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it is, it, it, uh, boy, they really have to pull from the bottom of the bucket for celebrities who are willing to come do something on a set during COVID. I can't believe Pat Sajak is in, in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we've known about the movie. I've been trying to make a joke to combine Tajari P. Henson and the Henson Company, and I haven't been mm. able to do it. They mm. don't even make a joke about it in the thing. It's <laughs> weird. It's like, I, I was like, that's weird well, that Tajari P. playing herself. Right, but, you know, <laughs> they still would. It's the Muppets. Would, There's yes, no fourth true. wall. Yeah. Yes, I do like when Miss Piggy complains that she doesn't have a bigger part in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like, no, I guess she was just the actor who was available, and they're not doing a bit. <laughs> yeah. She was yeah. good at it, though. I was oh, yeah, surprised. she's great all the time. She, she really sells the very bizarre premise of being the ghost bride. Yeah. I even like her in that very cheaply made uh, John Wick knockoff that she was in, Proud Mary. I don't know. They tricked me into watching anyway. it because the trailer's good, but it's not a good movie. Anyway, so she is in it. I was looking at the um, trailer for this. Hence the Hence Company. What am I trying to say? The Muppet Haunted what? House. Ooh, man, Haunted my brain. Mansion. Yeah, shit. Yes. And are, are you trying to tell us that you're revealing to us that Tajari B. Henson is in this movie, even though Jeff and I have been talking about her role in this movie for the past two minutes? No, what I'm saying okay. is I saw the trailer and I was like, where's Constance Hatchaway, oh. the bride? Didn't see her. But now I know. Good. Good news. Yes. She is played by, yes. Okay, good. Uh, and yeah, she's real good. She's like a way bigger part of the movie than I thought she was going to mm. be. Yeah. Uh, which is great. Uh, also, I like the fact that they've canonically killed Walter. <laughs> fucking oh, hates boy. Walter. No, he's play- he was playing a character. Yeah, they were all playing characters. But I, it's it's interesting because the movie seems like it's going for a kid audience. Like, this is all stuff that kids could watch without being too scared. Except for a couple things, which are very scary. Yeah. <laughs> like... When Gonzo suddenly ages a thousand years, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> like, we're introduced to it, and they're like, Gonzo's like, yeah, I have to spend the night in this haunted mansion, or I die. And then all the characters try to kill Gonzo for 52 minutes. Uh, he likes it, though. Yeah, he likes oh, it, because he's a real pervert, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. <sighs> Exciting! Uh, Anyway, do we want to talk about any of the other horror movies that I talked about? Like, um, What was your favorite or the one you've seen that you had heard about for a while but had never seen and now you're like, yeah, damn, that was really good? Um, hmm, that's a good question. I, probably of the ones I said, Midsummer was the best one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was very surprised, I said this in our Discord, but I was very surprised at how goofy... Hereditary was given that everyone I know was like it's so fucking scary and disturbing, and then I watched it. And I'm like, this is some like goofy ass <laughs> bullshit. Uh, but I do realize that watching it on my computer is very different than watching it in a theater, so that might be part of it. 
I, uh, again, speaking of different experiences for that movie, I, I have no interest in seeing it as a horror movie. I don't think I can handle it. So I read the plot on Wikipedia, and at the end of that plot, I'm like, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is how That's, I guess? You've gotten the experience of watching the movie perfectly. <laughs> yeah. There's right. a, although, talking about obvious jokes left on the ground, uh, minor spoilers for Hereditary if you haven't seen this, like, eight-year-old movie, but uh, Gabriel Byrne is the husband... And he gets burned to death, and they don't make a joke about it. What? Why would they? <laughs> because he's it's not burned. friggin' Muppets Hereditary. Oh fuck yes! Now we're talking. Uh, I know decapitation is the theme of this movie. I don't think that's a secret. So I don't think the Muppets would mind being decapitated. I think no. they would all be yeah. many of in them fact, are decapitated in haunted. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like Fozzie's whole thing. Yeah, it is. You're right. Um, the, I thought I was going to like Us, and the first half of Us is extremely good, and then the second half of Us is, like, the worst episode of The Twilight Zone I've ever seen in my life. It's shocking how bad that movie ends up being. Really? I enjoyed it through and through, partly because I don't fully know what it was about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah... I don't like it's very it's very obvious what get out is about. It's about the commodification yes. of black bodies in a society that right. is dominated by the desires of white people and how even allies participate in this. Us yes. is like about America or something. The fact that Hands Across America plays such a huge yeah. part of the plot of that movie is fucking crazy. The one from the eighties that you would yes. be a part yes. of, Matt? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Um, uh, I had a t-shirt from that. I wonder if I still have oh it. Oh my god, Louisa, You. this is the plot of the movie The movie Us. Is it? A t-shirt from Hands Across America oh, no! is extremely plot significant in this movie. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, um, but also, like, make a scary movie about people in the mirror being real and being resentful of us for having a normal life when they have to, like, mirror uh, us in an alternate dimension, and I'm on board. Creepy mirror people fucking rules. As soon as... Spoilers for us are coming right now. As soon as you make it, like, no, actually, they're government clones. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. What? Is, what is that? And, like, they don't even fully explain it. I wonder yeah. if there's, like, 15 minutes of the movie on the cutting room floor that it makes the... That, like, explains it more thoroughly and makes it worse? I think the problem was that they tried to explain it too much. Just make these people be there and no one knows why. And yeah, like then there's way too much explanation of things in movies nowadays. Yeah. And like the fact that they so the again, spoilers for us, but the plot part of it is the the clones break out of their government facility and then do hands across America for some reason. Hmm. Because I guess they found a t-shirt of hands across America. and They think that that's what they need to do to get their freedom. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> like, but if you just had these, me- these mirror people appeared out of nowhere and no one knows where they came from. And then they started doing hands across America and no one knows why that would be scary. Yeah. That's a good idea. Ugh. Hmm. You're right. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so Us was stupid, and it made me very angry. Hereditary was goofy, goofy bullshit. Um, uh, it Follows is just, like, so horny, and, like... Oh, I love it. I heard that was its strength. 
I mean, the horniness is the best part of it, but I don't think it has any strengths, per se. Mm, okay. Uh, there, the fact that, like, there's a scene where the the guy is explaining the rules of the monster to the girl, mm-hmm. and he's like, the monster appears as different people all the time, and it usually tries to appear as someone you know in order to make you upset. Fine. Mm-hmm. The very next scene is her seeing the monster, and it appears as a girl with, like, zombie face, and she's peeing all over herself. Is this someone you know? <laughs> yeah, it's her, friends. it's her friend pee girl. <laughs> yeah! Her friend Calvin. Also, <laughs> yes. Also, I was like, why is this girl peeing all over herself? I bet that will become important later, or be a thing about this monster or something. Mm-hmm. Nope. Not ever addressed or explained. See, it is unimportant to the movie in any way. It sounds like a weakness there is saying that the monster will be someone you know, because if you just say the monster will be something to upset you, that is very upsetting. Yes, exactly. That would have been fine. Then I'm like, this is an upsetting and weird thing. Yeah. I get it. But like, ugh. also later on when we actually see the monster get somebody for the first time, it appears as like a sexy woman to like seduce the guy into sexing and then dying. Uh-huh. So like, was this zombie pea girl <laughs> trying to seduce the main character? Is that what she's into? <laughs> you just gotta throw a lot of spaghetti in the wall and see what sticks, yeah. right? <laughs> Are you into this? All right. I tried uh, too hard at first. All right. Let me back up a little it- bit. And then at the end, they go to a swimming pool to catch the monster because dot 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 question mark. It all gets very Scooby-Doo at the end. They, like, go to a swimming pool and then they line up a bunch of electrical appliances along the edge of the pool that they can, I guess, kick in to electrocute the monster once it gets there. Uh I think that's their plan, although they never explain it. And then... They like. There's never a moment where someone's like, "Ah, the monster is weak to electricity, so we can electrocute it in this way." Like the monster survived getting shot in the neck ten minutes ago. Do you think electrocuting it in a swimming pool is going to do anything? Why? <laughs> they saw that Goosebumps episode about the red skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that movie are you afraid so of the dark? Angry. Okay, I never watched either of them, <laughs> but I know about that one because everyone talks about that episode. Yeah, because it's really scary. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it it's it, I, I that I feel uh, conflicted about the end sequence of it follows because one, it's pretty goofy to have them kind of do like a, a Scooby Doo catch the monster ending, but also. Yes. If teenagers were dealing with an invisible monster, that's probably what they would do. (laughs) No, here's the thing. This monster is semi-invisible. It's invisible unless it's coming for you. Fine. Or unless you had caught it previously or whatever. Fine. Um, They set up the the guy, Paul, as, like, the smart one who's, like, going to come up with all of the solutions to everything. Mm -hmm. And we see a scene where the monster tries to get into a house and they can't because the door's locked so they have to throw a rock through the window. If the smart guy in this scenario doesn't come up with, oh, okay, well, let's get the monster into a room that you can't get out of and then lock it in there, problem solved, then he's not the smart guy! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true. All you need to do is rent a fucking you store it somewhere, have your person that the monster's coming for stand in there till it arrives, then they run out, you lock the you store it with a padlock, the monster doesn't have super strength, it can't get out of there! You've done it! We don't know that it doesn't have super strength. It does seem stronger than a usual person. 
It does, but it needs to kick that door a lot to get it to break down. Mm. It doesn't just, like, blast through the door. It kicks for a long time. Yeah. And, like, fine, it'll get out of there eventually after a very long time of kicking against cinder blocks and steel, or it'll eat the pawns, the the people who do, what is that show <laughs> yeah. called? Pawn Stars? Yeah, Pawn right. Stars, whatever it was. Uh, storage like Wars. Storage Wars, that's the one. It'll eat the Storage Wars people. Problem solved. Yeah, good. Everything's great, great about Perfect. that. Is that how the monster works? It doesn't mm. always have to go back to the one person who's no, like, marked it, by it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. only the person, the most recent person in the sex chain oh, okay. is the one who gets who it's coming yeah. for, and it never hurts anyone else. What I like about It Follows <clears throat> is that it's somewhat, it's as if someone said, let's remake Halloween, but no metaphors. <laughs> Just, if you have yes. sex, something is gonna walk slowly towards you until you it kills you. <laughs> yes, that's true. Is that good? I mean... I liked it, but I feel like we have different approaches to the genre, uh, where you're looking for maybe something a little more grounded, whereas I'm willing to accept something stupid as hell. I suppose. This is what I liked about the first part of, of Us, is that, like, they did the thing of uh, people were in a scenario that was scary, and they reacted in the, a way a normal human would, so that we could see how that would play out in this world, and then there's also a parallel story of people doing the dumb horror movie stuff and getting killed instantly. Like, that's great. That's what I want. I want the heroes of my horror movie to do, to be smart. As smart as I would be, I feel, in these scenarios. Yeah. And for them to be like, oh, look, this monster needs to break windows to get into people's houses. Well, that's not important information. I bet we can electrocute it, though. What the fuck, man? (laughs) I heard, I've only read the synopsis, which I did like, but I've heard that this is a strength of the movie The Ring. Mm. Uh, Spoilers for The Ring. This is a real (laughs) horror movie spoilers episode. But um, I like that the idea was they figured out how to help this ghost to stop it doing these things and then find out, no, it's not a misunderstood ghost that needed help. It actually just is evil and you shouldn't have helped it. That was a big (laughs) mistake. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I like, I like that. the outsmarting of like, let's be smart about figuring out this ghost, and then that didn't help. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So I... the ring is the ring is on my list along with Let the Right One In of ones that I'm going to watch coming up. Do, do you guys have any other suggestions for horror movies I should watch? Yes, especially if they're ones that my wife would not enjoy because of how <laughs> horrific they are. Uh, my, I have a couple recommendations. Um, I think that. Jen probably would not enjoy a home invasion horror movie, right? Uh, it depends very much on the one. I mean, the thing that Jen doesn't like is, uh, extreme gore or, like, sexual violence against women. Okay. So, those things are off the table for her, so I I can watch those movies while I'm working and not feel bad that I'm not including her. Okay. I would double-check on these two, but, uh, there's a Netflix original called Hush, directed by Mike Flanagan, wherein, uh deaf writer who lives alone gets home invaded by someone that she doesn't notice is home invading her right away because of her disability. I think I saw a trailer for this. It's so goddamn scary, and it's the same guy who did the two seasons of The Haunting, uh, mm. so we we know that he can move cameras in a way that freaks us out. Um, 
And then the other one I want to recommend is Your Next, which is a home invasion movie where a bunch of people try to do a, the strangers on some on like a dinner party, but one of the people in the dinner party was raised by insane Australian survivalists. Uh, so it ends up being almost like a reverse home invasion. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, that one is a lot of fun. Uh, not not scary, but you know, still in the genre and a blast to watch. Have you seen Malignant yet, Jeff? Yes, I loved it. Okay, maybe I'll watch that one, too. uh, HBO Max keeps recommending it to me now that I've gone on this jag of watching horror movies. I have to to warn you before you go in. You need to accept that Malignant is stupid. (laughs) I don't even... I was going to say, I read the synopsis and I agree that it does seem quite stupid. (laughs) I don't even necessarily mind a stupid movie in, like... I mean, I liked Muppet Haunted House, so... I just, I just want it to make internal sense. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> I don't know if Malignant will do it for you. I well, think, I think it's better fine. if you go into it expecting it to be uh, a big balls to the wall horror movie by the guy who uh, started his career in horror and then made Aquaman and a Fast and the Furious movie and came back to horror. Yeah, I. I'm less watching these movies because I want to watch good movies and yeah. more just because I want to set the tone for spooky season and mm-hmm. I want to like be culturally informed about them so that I know what's going on when people reference them. Mm. Yeah, I, I would say that uh, Malignant goes for it in a way where you can forgive a lot of its weird goofiness because of how hard it goes for it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what, like, I think that um, Get Out is a really great horror movie, and it has some really dumb, goofy moments Mm. and conceits, but, like, it's still good because it does terror in a good way. Like, you can forgive a lot if the characters feel realistic enough to be, like, to empathize with them when they're scared. Mm. And as soon as you get to, like, you know people trying to drown a ghost in a swimming pool like <laughs> i'm just not getting it i don't understand you yeah <laughs> i can't i can't be afraid for you because i'm too busy trying to figure out how you how this was the answer you came up with yeah it's mm. it's tough because uh i don't know i feel like i feel like you don't often get very skilled people making horror movies unless it's like one of the yeah. recent big air quotes, prestige horror films. Uh, So you end up with, like, it's someone who's passionate, maybe doesn't have a ton of skill, and they got the actors they could get. Um, I was thinking, I think, I don't remember if this was before we started recording, but we were talking about what would be cool a cool YouTube series for someone to do. Someone should do a cool YouTube series where they come up with plans to fight every horror movie monster. Hmm. Like, I think that there are ways to beat most of the horror movie monsters if people just did the right, like, if they, figured if out they the let right the right stuff. one in. Mm, yeah. Got him. <laughs> but you could do a YouTube, you could do a video of, like, I mean, I haven't watched Let the Right One In. How to figure out which one's the right one, I think, is the premise of that movie. <laughs> uh, I, um, I also want to recommend, God, what was it? Where'd it go? It disappeared out of my head. Never mind. Mm. Sorry. Well, Jeff, I want to recommend that you make this YouTube series, and it would be mm-hmm. hugely successful. Okay, yeah. I'll do it. You can do it while you're eating a burrito, that thing that you like. 
Where like a video of you eating food. Oh right, yeah, I did. I did that. That was a that was a fun yeah. time. Sometimes. <laughs> Are those still out there? Or is one yeah. of your students gonna find one of those? No, I pri- I privated them all on my YouTube. Um, okay. I yeah. It's well, as soon as I remembered they existed and I had students, I was like, ah yes, <laughs> someone's uh, gonna find a way to jerk off to this. <laughs> I I was. Uh, Sometimes I do things because I think it's funny how unfunny it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're very ironic. You're That's pretty much your role on this show. Yeah. <laughs> and and I don't know if other people are into it. <laughs> and I don't uh, and I don't be care. That's sign off phrase for this show actually, Jeff. Mm-hmm. You got to chase down. your bliss. Is what yeah. I think. Agreed. I mean, it doesn't matter. The thing of it is, it doesn't matter if people are into it or not. If you think it's funny, just do it. Who cares? Yeah. So anyway, yes. Here here's we what we do on this show. <clears throat> we put a random word. Well, I feel like that's disingenuous because we do 90% of the shows just talking about what we did in the previous week. But anyway, uh, we go to WikiHow, the suggested articles page, and we put a random word into the suggestions box to come up with a list of of things people are asking to know how to do related to that random word. Was that grammatically correct at all? I don't care. It communicated the idea. Yeah. Um, So this week, the word that we got was elephant. Mm, The elephant in the room, am I right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're finally gonna we're finally gonna talk about the elephant in the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I am surprised at the fact that there are so many article suggestions related to elephant. Yes. Mm. A lot of them are things that are named with the word elephant in the name, so they're not actually the animal we know as elephants. Yeah. yeah. The first one on here is how to buy an elephant. <laughs> Don't. You have, to, you have to win a radio contest. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad suggestion. Uh... Ethically, you could do this if you're a real richo. A lot of zoos will have you, like, sponsor an animal. So you could, like, quote-unquote, buy an elephant that lives at the zoo. I feel like, though, if you are the kind of person who should buy an elephant, then elephant buying opportunities will be presented to you. (laughs) If you need to go seek out a buying an elephant, then you are already starting from the wrong place. If you're looking it up on WikiHow, you have ill intent. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, uh, I like some of these wilder ones, like how to transplant elephant ears. Does that mean the plant or the ears of the animal? I think they mean the pastry. Mm, Whoa. Yeah. Transplant them into my tummy. Yeah. <laughs> that's gotta be the plant, right? That, yes, but that's very boring. For sure. It's not a, an island of Dr. Moreau. How <laughs> <laughs> to transplant elephant ears onto my assistant, Igor. <laughs> <laughs> because I want to make him hear better. I don't know that elephants sure. are famous for hearing. Do they are? Do they have big ears so they can swat flies away? What What are those things? Go up to go up to do? an elephant and be like, "My, what big ears you have!" And it'll tell you what they're for. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're so polite. To better, the to better to hear you with. First. They'll say, "I need to buy an elephant first, And how would I do that? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll help. never know. Uh, I, it's so, <sighs> how to Uh-oh. communicate with elephants? Mm-hmm. Um, you can't, you... you can't communicate with any animal beyond like, hello, I'm not going to hurt you, or here's food. 
What about the international language of love? Uh-oh. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I was I was going to say dance, but then love was just came out. Not instead. music? <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like all, a lot of things are referred to as the international language. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, such as, uh, Esperanto. Mm. I feel like if you did a very- There's that guy who plays the piano for elephants and it makes them really happy. That's a kind of communication, right? I love that book, Piano for Elephants. (laughs) I know elephants are very smart. Robert Pattinson, I think, is the guy. Uh (laughs) Yeah, he's the one. The documentary about Robert Pattinson. Yep. Uh, I know that elephants are very smart, and they remem- remember people's faces, so mm. be nice How to them, I How often would guess? you say they forget people's faces, Louisa? Mm, Sometimes. No one knows. No one ever knows. Because <laughs> mm. if they forget you, they kill you instantly, so you can't tell the story. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, I... What? So many of these on... aren't about elephants. <laughs> yeah, of course. It depends on what you want to communicate to the elephant. If all you want to communicate to the elephant is like, hey, there's water here, you could drink it if you want, then you could probably communicate that to the elephant. Yeah, or I would like you to walk this way, please. Lots of people yeah. train elephants to do that. Yeah. Oh, is that what that song was for? Baby elephant walk? No, uh, walk this <laughs> walk way. Walk this way. Uh, yeah, it was Aerosmith trying to talk to an elephant. When, when are we going to get the mashup of baby elephant walk and walk this way that we've all been demanding for so long? <sighs> oh, I was just Boy. I I just Jeff, remembered make one that of the song and then put it at the end of the episode. Thank you, I guys. will. Okay, you got it. Uh <laughs> I just remembered one of the things that I forgot earlier that I wanted to say. I listened to some of the other songs from the album The Original Monster Mash, which is Bobby oh, quote, yeah. Boris Pickett's full album. Yes. So you know how Igor isn't a guy in a, like he's not from Frankenstein, he's just kind of like Maybe there's a sort of guy named Igor in one of the sequels, but, like, that became a stock character kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. There's another one in the other songs that he keeps referencing named Janusz. Yes! He mentions Janusz a lot! And I'm like, who the hell is (laughs) Janusz? Did you ever find out? I did. I looked it up, and there's a movie... From 1962, called, called, like, where, uh, Boris Karloff plays a, a character named Janusz, and it's a movie I'd never heard of, but it was apparently on TV a lot in Los Angeles in the 60s, and so oh he was making this reference for the kids who would have seen that movie on TV. That's so weird. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, it's, it's, what's weird is that Janusz is from something, but Igor kind of isn't, and Igor was the one that took off. Yeah, yeah. Igor became a whole thing. There's a, like, movie about this character that was kind of made up out of the ether. Wait, there's a movie about just Igor? Yeah, it's a cartoon movie from, like, seven oh, years ago or no. something. I think That's Steve Buscemi plays all. Igor. I want a horror movie where the main character is Igor, and he's just gotten tired <laughs> of being second banana. Was yeah. Renfield the first Igor? Ooh, Ooh, good question. Because I think Renfield is an Igor, in that he has kind of lost the ability to speak, eats bugs, etc. Okay, so now Igor is a category of monster. Yes, mm, absolutely. Right. Okay. I'm dipping into the desk world a little bit, where Igor is like a guild rather than a, a species, specific person. kind of. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, here's the real question. Is uh, King Kong an Igor to Godzilla in the movie Godzilla vs. Kong? Absolutely not. Yeah, he doesn't mm. do his bidding one bit. Yeah, they're he enemies. does later. 
He does at the end. No, they just have common interests. They don't do each other's bidding. Mm. They're like Hobbs and Shaw is what they are. Yeah, they're now, Hobbs and Shaw. Which one is the Igor in that relationship? <laughs> Neither! Ah! A Hobbs and Shaw and a Frankenstein and Igor are different, Matt. How many times okay, do I have fine. to tell you this? Is Samwise Gamgee an Igor? Yes. yes or no? Thank you. Okay. All right. Good. How many bugs does he eat? He's Probably a lot. He's Probably one of the only. Lot. He's one of the only good Igors. He's a good Ooh. instead of evil Igor. I mean, Robin is an Igor, and he's good. Ooh. Wait, is Samwise Gamgee a Robin? Yes. Is he is he younger is he younger than Frodo? Do we know for sure that he's younger than Frodo? Does that matter? He can't be a Robin if he's older than the Batman of the scenario. Yeah, I agree with that. Although he okay, could yeah. be an, an Igor, depending, uh, uh, irrespective of age. Okay, yes. I think we've all agreed an Igor is the category that, while we can't necessarily define it on paper, <laughs> we know what it is. And yeah, I think I'll Robins, know it when I see it, just like yeah, pornography. <laughs> exactly. I think Robins are a subset of Igor. Interesting. Okay, I can see that. Although yes. I think Robin has more ability to disagree with his uh, mentor than mm. an Igor does with their master. Yes, because of all those times when Robin's like, you can't tell me what to do, Batman. Yeah, I'm going to do the laundry the cool way, because I'm cool. Mm-hmm. So, who decided that there was a character played by Peter Laurie named Igor? Because the Igor impression is always Peter Laurie, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Is this a Berenstain Bears thing? I think so. It was... Did Peter Laurie play a character that was an Igor, but wasn't named Igor and wasn't in a Frankenstein, and we just kind of mashed it all? We did a monster mash. Is Peter, yes. Laurie, is Peter Laurie the Casablanca dude? I think uh, he was... He, here's the thing. Based he on was, Looney Tunes, yes. He was an Igor in our Dune definition of Igor in the mm. movie Arsenic, Arsenic and Old Lace. Okay. Yes! Agreed. Okay. Huh. Quite specifically, because he did yes. uh, the medical dirty work, too. <laughs> yes, he did. He did the face reconstruction surgery. He did a lot of murders. Like, he is the Igorist Igor in that movie. Yes. So Don't maybe even... that's the origin. Maybe that's the actual origin uh, of it. What's his character's name, though? They always called him Doctor something, because he yeah. was a doctor. He was, technically. Although he had his license taken away because of horrific yeah. crimes. <laughs> yes. I'm so, now I'm I I so the Igor thing I'm like yeah whatever now the fact that I've connected to a specific actor in my mind I'm like why the hell why is it what did he do to deserve this I mean it's a great voice for like a creepy assistant you got to give him that yeah that's yeah. true because he's uh, very indeterminately European <laughs> he's Hungarian. <laughs> Well, I mean, the character of Igor, I the see. accent people do, has become just indeterminate. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Frankenstein is, like, that's a German name, but he's got to live close enough to Transylvania to be friends with Dracula or enemies. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> why does he have to be friends with Dracula? Uh, do you think they'd be friends? They're part of the same cinematic universe. They, well, I mean, Frankenstein invited Dracula to the Monster Mash. I mean, in the book, the way that Frankenstein is written, I don't think he would be friends with Dracula. Uh, he's like that friend who is like kind of weird, and you're like he does. He's like I don't have any friends, but no, I think he would, Matt. If someone who was like, cool and they'd be stylish, like Superman like and Batman, yeah, like do things in different ways, yeah. but they agree that they're both needed, <laughs> like a Hobbs and a Shaw. 
Mm. <laughs> you were back to like this a Calvin and a Hobbes. Oh fuck! Calvin and Hobbes and Shaw. <laughs> oh man, thanks Jeopardy's before and after category. <laughs> Got him. Wheel of Fortune, but she, yes, it's also on Jeopardy. Jeff, Is it? So go fuck yourself. Weird. Yes. I watch Jeopardy every night. They do it way too often because the people who write clues on Jeopardy are very smug. They also do those ones, those categories that are like, you have to think of like a fruit, but then you have to think of how that fruit could be in the name of like a politician or whatever. And it's like, who is this for? Yeah. Although it's kind of exciting when you solve one, so maybe yes. that's why. That's Just the that greatest momentary excitement. That's the greatest feeling you can have watching Jeopardy is when mm. you get one of those incredibly convoluted ones, and you're like, "I know all of the pieces of this." Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Most of the, I, th- I feel like most of the best questions in Jeopardy are the ones where you're trying to figure out what it's asking for rather than trying to recall the answer. <laughs> yes, I suppose I do. A hundred percent of the time, spent the first half of every Jeopardy round trying to remember what all the categories are. <laughs> I'm always like, wait, why is this? Oh, the category is has to start with the letter B. Okay, now I understand. But yeah. like, it's so hard to remember those things. Anyway, how to winterize <laughs> elephant ear bulbs? Uh, I would say first of all, you have to have your wife be diagnosed with a terminal disease and then freeze her in a chamber, yep. so that you can mm-hmm. seek the cure. You're going to want to jot down any uh, ice or snow-related puns you think mm, of, because you're going to need important. them later. Yeah. Yes. Alter- need to do that. Alternately, you could be a petty criminal who just happens to steal an ice gun and hates the Flash. <laughs> That's a good point. Are you extremely yep. campy? You might need to be. Mm. Mm. It's true. How do you feel about boomerangs? <laughs> boomerangs? <laughs> I mean, that could derail you from your path to being a winter. Right, but it sounded like you said boobarang is what I was making fun of you for. Matt just casually dropped that this is a category of villain called winterizers. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. Now you're right. You're wrong. Oh, you're so right. Mr. Freeze, Killer Frost, uh, uh, Iceman. Uh, (laughs) Emma Frost from the X-Men, does she have? Nope, she doesn't have ice power. Shit. She has that's ice powers in that she has a yeah. di- she has diamond powers Fucking, eventually. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, I always think she can turn into ice because that would make sense? Question yep. mark. But no, she doesn't. She didn't even have her- the diamond powers until like thirty years after she was invented. Yeah. Her character's name was the Ice Queen, the White Queen. Her code name or whatever. What was it? She was the White Queen of the Hellfire Club. Okay, that okay, fine. It, that doesn't have any ice stuff in it, but still. <laughs> It could. Yeah, uh, it's, it's anyway. too hot in the Hellfire Club. <laughs> also, is Jack the, Jack Frost. Is the White Witch from Narnia Ooh. a winterizer? Yes, yes. I say yes. Okay. Absolutely mm-hmm. yes. Uh, Jack Frost, the horror movie, a Snowman. Yes. yes. Okay. Jack Frost, yes. the Michael Keaton movie, also yes. Yes. <laughs> is Santa Claus a winterizer? Ooh. Yes. Can Santa Claus make <laughs> it snow? you very quick there, Matt. <laughs> yeah. So Santa Claus make it snow? Uh, if a child if a child is good and puts it on their Christmas wish list, he has to. Interesting. Mm. That gives him far more powers, though. If you but think about it, does, does he have the oh, power man. to just this do is it? An awesome. 
this is an awesome idea for a short story where Santa realizes that he can do anything but only if a child wishes for it, so he teams up with a mm. child. Mmm, a real Renfield to his Dracula. Yeah, mm-hmm. he gets a he gets a Igor. A child named or Igor. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but because it's a child, it's also Robin. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Uh <laughs> Has this show become inaccessible to everyone yet? I, all of these, all of these bits were invented in the last fifteen minutes. It's become inaccessible to us. Like we've lost the plot. Yes, I know. You have to listen back to this podcast to understand any of the things that we've been talking about. I'm still oh, going in chain, insane trying to figure out why Igor is always Peter Laurie, but he's never played that character. Like, <laughs> it's not a character in a movie, and he's never played like an assistant. I guess it's probably the arsenic and old lace one, huh? Yeah, it's definitely the Arsenic and Old Lace one combined with the Looney Tunes, which I think people who wrote and drew the Looney Tunes just had ideas that they put in there as if they were references when they weren't, and then it became a touchstone for young people. Mm. Uh, I mean, he did play. I think he's also played a mad scientist in like another movie. Yeah, like Arsenic and Old Lace. <laughs> I, mean, I meant like a different, like a scary one, not a funny one. Probably. If you were an actor in the 40s, you were in, like, 400 movies a year. Yeah. Yes. There were 10 actors, and the studio (laughs) had to make 500 movies. I was looking for um, the original Dracula, the, like, 60s one, or whatever. No, I guess it was older than that. The first adaptation was Nosferatu in 1922. No, not Nosferatu. Dracula, but the first one. Okay. The first one called Dracula. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I was looking on Amazon, and I found a movie called um, Dracula in Space. Whoa, cool. (laughs) And it made me realize that, like, yeah, like Louisa said, people just had to make a lot of, like, people didn't know what a good movie was yet, so they just tried everything they could think of. Yeah. We always uh, talk about Space Jam being like, they made a movie based on a successful commercial, but they did a lot of that. They made movies based on just songs. Yes, that's true. (laughs) Back in the day. Yep. And yet they never made a Monster Mash movie, which is a crime, really. Well, I mean, yeah. Monster Squad pretty much is. That's not a very good movie, though. Yeah. Also, those are, also the monsters are bad guys in Monster Squad, which I didn't know until I watched it, and I was very upset about it. No, they would <laughs> yes, be bad guys in real in the real movie that we're making. No, I no. want a movie... I want a Suicide Squad, but with the universe Whoa! monsters. That's Holy crap! For. Oh, you just uh, blew my mind out of out of my ears. That's see? amazing. Isn't that a great idea? Hey, what about this? Since we've discovered now that he has basically unlimited powers, what if they have to defeat Santa Claus? Yes! Love this. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Absolutely! Halloween, Halloween beats Christmas this January mm-hmm. in theaters everywhere. Yeah, because oh, everyone everyone has the same complaint about Nightmare Before Christmas, which is that it posits a world where Christmas is better than Halloween, and that's just not true. <laughs> I think I think that okay, so we have to set up some kind of like mythology for uh, Santa, where like he's gone evil, and we have to assassinate this Santa to bring in a new Santa regime. I like it that he, maybe he's not gone evil, but he just has so much power that no one can challenge him. Yes. Yeah. Who are we casting like, as Santa? Is it John Goodman? Mm, no, I want something a little more sinister. He's pretty sinister, sinister when he wants to be. I mean, he's he both can very be. charming and extremely sinister. He can be sinister. Brian Cox? Who, 
Uh, which one's Brian Cox? He's uh, good at yelling. He was Hannibal Lecter in Manhunter, and then he was, uh, he's in Succession right now, I think. Uh, yeah, that's not bad. Although, yeah, he kind of gives me the vibes of Ed Asner as Santa mm, from, oh, um, yeah. Elf a little bit. Ooh, maybe Brendan Gleeson. I was just gonna say Brendan yeah. Gleeson! Yeah. <laughs> Brendan Gleeson, I think, is is our evil Santa for this, because he just played Trump in that HBO movie, so he's he's probably got evil on the mind. Oh yeah, he's a good, yes, this is the perfect evil Santa. Or not even evil, but <laughs> yeah. maniacal Santa. Yeah, he's like, he he's gonna be dressed how he is in uh, the American Gods show, like, maybe he'll have on like a, a red ribbon or something, but... Mm-hmm. I think he's. I think he's Odin, Mister Wednesday in American Gods. Is that right? I don't know. Don't it, know. it would make sense. Um, anyway, who uh, we do we have to cast the the main monster Suicide Squad? No, sorry, Mister 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 Wednesday was uh, that friggin' guy from uh, uh, Deadwood. <clears throat> oh yes, Ian McShane. Oh, uh, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just Swearing need to cast cowboy. Igor. So is Igor gonna be the like the like polka dot man type character? So we could just cast no, David Desmalkian. Flag. Okay. Can we yeah. still cast David Desmalkian? <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> Can we get Peter Laurie? <laughs> we could, but he's been dead for a very long time, and his body is probably decomposed. That's true. Uh, um, what about if we need somebody young, of course, and we need somebody who's creepy, but also people think is sexy because that's what always happens nowadays. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say Dane DeHaan or Ooh. Timothy Chalamet. Yes, Timothy Chalamet was what I was thinking of. <laughs> I think I think Dane DeHaan is the spooky Timothy Chalamet. I think they both are the spooky Timothy Chalamet. No, Timothy Chalamet. I think people mostly recognize as being traditionally handsome. Ugh, God, I hate him. Yeah. I don't know why, but oh, I yeah. absolutely hate him. Dame Tahan, I don't know this person, but I just looked him up, and yes, he would be perfect to play uh-huh. in Igor. We He's might not in that Spider-Man always being covered in slime. <laughs> yes, uh, we might not be able to afford him. We Was might that have to get that that guy from Stranger Things that looks just like him. <laughs> Spider-Man colon always in slime. <laughs> Spider-Man, turn off the slime, now on Broadway. Spider-Man, just in the nick of slime. (laughs) There we go. And there's a new Nick, a a new enemy named Nick who's (laughs) time-themed. Calendars, maybe? Can we go back to calendars? Nick Nick O. Slime is his real name. (laughs) This movie is already very complicated, and we can't start adding original characters no we're we're just spitballing here no good no idea is a bad any idea is first idea is best idea Mm. (laughs) i love it it's all good i'm excited about all of it yeah we've we've got like five movie pitches here including monster squad versus santa claus which i think is (laughs) at that one has legs it's got to be hard r we we got to see if james gunn is free obviously yep but again if you say monster squad it I, it makes you think that, like in the movie, it's a squad that fights against monsters, and I do not want that. Mm. I um, I don't know if they, if that's the title of the movie. I feel like you know that they're the uh, stars. Yeah, you would think that, wouldn't you, Louisa? <laughs> and yet, I think. We, and yet, I think the I'm movie title Monster it. Squad. They're the bad guys. I'm saying we can fix history. We could turn this Bernstein yeah. Bears thing right around. But history refused to change. Right. Uh, I think that we could uh, get 
get that big Disney money by rolling this into the MCU and doing mm. their versions of like Dracula and a mummy, put Vampire mm. by Night in there. And... Uh, but I want to recast all those characters. I don't like the people they cast. Oh, did they what already cast to... Dracula in the MCU? I don't think they did. No, I mean all the um, the movies that they've made. That Luke Evans as Dracula, and that uh, oh no no no, is, uh, that's that's Sophia Matera. That's her name? That's, no, that's the Dark Universal. Universe. We're doing Mar- oh, the Marvel okay. Cinematic Universe. This is going to be a Howling Commandos reboot. Going back okay. for one moment to uh, the spoiling the TV show What If? I just want to say I cannot believe. That in the Marvel Zombies episode of it, they introduced the character of Morbius, the living vampire, as, like, a guy that's just also there, and everyone's like, oh yeah, this guy, we all know this guy. Wait, what? Like, they had, um, when, when, uh, Peter Parker, like, introduces the squad, one of them is just Victor, his friend from college, who's the guy who turns into Morbius, the living vampire. Really? They're making a movie of that, right? They're making a movie of that. Yeah, it comes, it comes out next year. Yeah. Well, huh. I was you can't introduce you can't introduce that character in an animated what if cartoon show. You can't do it. <laughs> in fairness, the very first time that uh, Uncle Ben was mentioned in the MCU was also that episode. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> he was like hinted at. We would see like the initials BP on Peter's suitcase. Nobody yeah. ever said the name Ben Parker or yeah, he Uncle just Ben. Really likes gas companies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loves having merch from uh, B- British Petroleum. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I can remember yeah. what BP's full title was. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, we're gonna get Marvel's uh, friggin' Frankenstein monster that they got. It's not as good as DC's, but they got one. Man, yeah. thing can be in there. That's good. I'm angry that they've that Jared Leto got so pissy about being the Joker that everyone hated that Marvel's like, "Don't worry, come over here, we'll let you star in a movie." Fucking stop giving him work. No, so Wait, it was. What's he starring in? His Sony Morbius. did it. He's going to be Morbius, the Living Vampire. Oh, he's Morbius. Oh, I yeah. missed that part. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. I think that the What If one must have been a different version because Michael Morbius is the Jared Leto one. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I think name. his name is Victor, but I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm completely wrong, but he intro- Peter Parker introduces a friend from college who has, like, an Eastern European accent, and I'm like, who else could this be? Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just some guy. Maybe he's That's, Peter Lorre. They're rebooting when, Peter Lorre. When the only survivors of humanity are the Incredible Hulk, Peter Parker, and this guy, <laughs> he's gotta be important somehow. Could it be Victor Von Doom? don't know. I don't think so. That's, Victor Von Doom would be older than Peter Parker, I would think. Mm, we haven't seen him yet. Yeah, we don't know him in the yeah. MCU. Maybe he's, uh, he's Robin to Spider-Man Spider-Man. <laughs> I think they would have more <laughs> of a Hobbs and, and Shaw Robin, relationship. <laughs> yeah, they could do a team-up. Sure. They both live in New York. Anyway, um, should we stop doing this show forever? <laughs> yeah, I keep trying to bring up a new elephant thing. I'm like, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. Casting amazing no, I, movies. I, I want to talk. Castles in the sky here. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did we cast, did we cast the Count Dracula for this? <sighs> this is tough. I don't know if I want it to be someone young and sexy or oh, old no. and it's, sexy. I, mm. <laughs> yes. Joe Mandrinello. I think it's sexy. 
Jeremy Janelle? Mm, but he's already a wolf man, so... Yeah, he's too beefy for a Dracula. Dracula's got... Dracula. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. Yeah. Dracula has got to be like a poet type. <laughs> okay. Uh, ooh. He's a real Lord Byron, if you will. Can, yes. can we do wink at the audience type casting and get mm. like friggin' Brad Pitt to play Dracula? Like, or Gary Oldman even. Like, just someone who's mm. played a vampire in a movie. Ooh, yeah, should, should we just it. get Robert Pattinson? Yes, yes. There it is. You did it. <laughs> We're gonna do Robert Pattinson, and he's gonna be, like, a really hardcore, hard-R, violent Dracula. Yeah. I, like, (laughs) it makes me think of my favorite piece of Superman media, which is the trailer for the DC MMORPG, uh, which is, like, the craziest thing to love. But I love it because they posit a universe where Lex Luthor has won and beaten all of the superheroes, and then Superman comes back and is so mad that he just starts ripping Lex Luthor's body apart with his bare hands. <laughs> and, like, I want that for this Dracula. Okay. I want him to just be, like, yep. tearing people limb from limb just for fun, because he's lost the ability to feel. Now, for Frankenstein's monster, do we want to ug up someone beefy or try and pick someone who's both large and kind of funny looking? I mean, we're basically just making the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen movie at this point, (laughs) so could we just get Sean Connery, who I think is dead? Yeah, he passed. Uh, Yeah. I was gonna say, what about Doug Jones? He doesn't necessarily have to be beefy. He's just being big and creepy is fine. He is, I believe, uh, supposed to be in an adaptation of Frankenstein that Guillermo del Toro has been trying to make for like thirty years. Of course, of course he is. Um, no, it should be that that guy who played Hellboy. What's his face? Ron Perlman. Yes, or, Ron Perlman as Frankenstein would be a fucking great cast. David Harbor is hot right now. Ooh, yeah, David Harbor's a good Frankenstein, although he's a little doofy. I feel like he would be a good swamp thing. Hmm. Uh, do we- we want him or to be- okay, so we, if we're- Gilman, ca- I should say. Sorry, Gilman. Yeah, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes. Uh, no, I- hmm, who would be the comic relief on the team? Um. That's hard, Michael right? J. Fox as the Wolfman. <laughs> so the Wolfman would be the funny one, right? I think so. So the David, what about the funny potential. David what Harbour's got to be the Wolfman then? Yeah, what about yes. they have a Jack o' Lantern sidekick named Jack who just makes like goofy sound effects, and we make it just super friends? He's voiced by Josh Gad. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now you're on the same page as me, Jeff, and I appreciate that. And in classic horror movie fashion, we don't know if the uh, pumpkin is actually talking, or if they're just hearing it in their psyches. Yes. Mm, exactly. Like we, the, the twist at the end of the movie is that the pumpkin is really just like a mind control transmitter that is causing all of the, the monsters to fight for the government. Yeah. The twist The twist at the end is they finally defeat Santa and discover that actually he's just been controlled by Slenderman the whole time. Then Ooh, they have to kill yes. Slenderman. Yeah, because Slender, Slenderman was their friend all along because he's another monster. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like yeah. brother versus brother. They, he's like, come on out to my woods and let's hang out for the weekend. And they're like, no, Slenderman, we're not coming to the woods again. <laughs> Slenderman yeah, we, was the Zordon. Was last the, time, Slenderman. He was the Bosley for the Suicide Squad. The Amanda <laughs> Waller, and then at yep. the end it reveal- it's revealed he's behind Santa Claus turning evil. Mm. <sighs> My God, what a is great movie! <laughs> can we get can we get De Niro back as Frankenstein's monster? No, he's oh, so bad in everything all the time. <laughs> he's the uh, absolute worst. 
Get like a he's gonna be like a real mafioso version of Frankenstein's monster. That's that's probably the best film adaptation of Frankenstein. Yeah. And the fact that Robert De Niro is in it being like, Hey, I'm fucking Frankenstein over here like ruins anything that could be good about that yeah. movie. <laughs> it's so it's so strange how they were like, we're gonna do a faithful adaptation of Frankenstein. And also Robert De Niro is gonna be in it playing a cartoon version of Frankenstein. <laughs> yes. Everything else about it, I mean, like, like it or or lump it, um, uh, what's his face? God damn, I'm so bad at Kenneth Branagh. names. Kenneth Branagh, thank you. Who also wrote and directed the adaptation. Does a great job of playing a cocky douchebag Victor Frankenstein. Guys, we're all stupid. Brendan Fraser as Frankenstein's monster. Oh, yes! Oh, my no, God. he has to play the mummy, come on! Come uh, on! God damn it, you're right. God damn it. Ah, oh, damn it! You're right! Alright, we're remaking this. Brendan Fraser plays all the monsters. Oh my god. Brendan Gleason is Santa. We're calling it Brendan v. Brendan, Dawn of Justice. And they discover they discover both of them are named Brendan, and that's why they stop fighting. Oh, yes. You, you nailed it. And then Santa joins the monster squad at the very end. Ah, so He's the worst do, monster of all, point, with the most delicious I do milk. I point out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Callbacks. Yeah. Che- dear, dear reader, check out our bonus episode about Santa milk. <laughs> it, amazing <laughs> Fantasy issue 174 for that one. Oh smiling, smiling Jeff. Are we the stupidest people on earth? <laughs> No, we're geniuses, and yeah. no one appreciates we, us. We're big, we're big brain geniuses. I do want to point out that for anyone who doesn't recognize that Brendan Fraser is the greatest actor of all time, he is the only actor I could think of who could realistically play all of the monsters. Yeah. yeah. We've all seen the movie Bedazzled, where he plays like ten characters. He's great at it. The only, the only one I think he might have trouble with is Dracula, but like, he'd probably still be pretty good as Dracula. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, guys, are we just describing the plot of the movie Gods and Monsters, which I have not seen? I don't know the movie Gods and Monsters. I think you're right, but I also haven't seen it, mm. so can I mean, confirm? Yeah, I really want to okay, do this, was, this Clumps really version of Monster make, Squad. I was really trying to make a joke because Gods and Monsters is a movie wherein Brendan Fraser yeah. is like a, a gay man in love with a oh. gay man who makes monster movies. Uh, in the 50s or whatever. I see. So it was nothing like that at all, but Brendan Fraser is in it. I was making And joke. monsters are in it, so. Yes, I know. That's the joke I was making. Yeah, God damn it. I was agreeing with your joke. How dare you? I, I you don't agree enough, with your joke. Neither of you were aware enough of what the actual plot of Gods and Monsters is to make that joke. Of work, course. So. I was. Why I, would I know no, anything? I <laughs> I've yes, never known definitely. a fact in my life. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the show. <laughs> if you liked it, please uh, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, and send a link to this episode or uh, or your favorite episode, which probably isn't this episode. <laughs> if you liked it, why? Yeah. Uh, but send a link to anyone you know, everyone you know. Share it on social media. Anything you can do to get the word out would be super helpful. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod, uh, or you can join our Discord to talk to us directly. By sending us a message on Mastodon. I'm at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online. All of my social media is found on weaponizedlanguage.com where you can see me post my reactions to the same movie trailers 
that I've been seeing since the end of 2018 because most of the movies still haven't come out yet. Yeah, that's a bit anticlimactic. But you can talk to me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Don't call my outro anticlimactic. <laughs> you ruined it. You made it bad. Uh. It's your fault, not mine. <laughs> Alright, gang. Well, thanks for listening to the show. Please come back next week. In the meantime, though, just remember, there's you can fuck up on the internet in so many ways. I don't think anyone's really that into it. Do the mash! The Monster Mash. <laughs> Sorry, it was supposed to be I don't know if other people are into it. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I couldn't find my I couldn't find my notes where I wrote it down. Yep. You could just every episode at the end scream uh don't call my my what did you say? Don't call my outro anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> Would be pretty good. <clears throat> Guys, was that a really good episode? Yes, it felt really good. I can't tell. <laughs> it felt great. I laughed a lot in the middle there. I th- I guess no, I think it was the end there. I think it mainly because we didn't talk about friggin' Wiki How like at all. I know. Well, I told you Elephants wasn't going to be a good one. Good. No, no it, it made for a good episode because we were like, yeah, forget about this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do feel like the kinds of conversations the three of us have are usually pretty Halloween-centric all year long. Mm. Yes. And now that we're getting close to Halloween, we less want to talk about anything else, so... I think that's good. Yeah, mm. I, uh... I love Halloween. Guys, Halloween's good. good. Uh, is either of you going to make the effort to, uh... the grueling task of coming up here for Chris and Leah's Halloween party? No, that's the day I have to pick my mom back up from the airport when she I comes see. back from uh, Ireland. Okay. It's a Wednesday, right? It's a Friday. It's a Friday. Friday. Oh, is it the 29th? Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, we have a. We're going to a different thing that night anyway. Yeah. It's a I, shame. It would be nice. I hope it's fun. Hopefully. It's going to be a real weird mix of people. Uh, we've got like. Mine and Chris's co-workers there, some of the uh, neighborhood anarchists that Leah's friends with, it's some of Leah's, like, normal friends uh, also. It's gonna be interesting. I'm excited. Pretty good. We have to not forget that we all have that appointment sometime next week, I have to double check, to play that new Jackbox game. Oh, yeah. The 14th, Thursday, this upcoming Thursday. Nice. Because I know we always uh, forget. Should we (laughs) we wear costumes to that? I don't have a costume. Actually, no, I do have a bin of costumes. Just I do. I do need to do a dry run of my costume before the party I'm going to on Friday. So maybe. Wow, that's so soon. I know. I wouldn't be ready. (laughs) Well, you wouldn't be finding out about it right now. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. You would have found out about it a while ago and been planning for it like I have. Yeah, fair, fair. (laughs) 